0: And uh, welcome to Red Velvet Media Special Edition um, show on a Wednesday with Spencer Drake as my uh, guest co-host, which will be great. And today we have Val Kinsler, who's also known as Val Carie, and she's in New York and she is doing some amazing projects besides just her usual thing where she teaches at school. She teaches. Um, she continues. She's she's working at the New York Public School System as a facilitator of her music cool songwriting program, and uh, um, she's doing a lot of really cool stuff. And she's working on a current event that we're going to have her talk a little bit about. And that song especially, which we opened up with, "Help You Hurt Faster." So with that, I am going to bring um, Val into the studio and also Spencer Drake. Sorry, my voice is going a little bit today. And uh, this is Holly Steffi. Hold on. Let me bring um, Val in. Val, are you there?
1: Hi, Holly. Hi, Spencer.
0: (laughs) And let me bring Spencer in.
1: Hold on a second. All
0: righty. Okay, now, wait, I'm turning up my volume. Can everybody hear me?
2: Yeah, 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 very good help
0: Okay, cool, cool Welcome to the show And um, I, you know Val, you're like always so busy doing so many things And you've played with (laughs) some amazing people And you continue to still play with some amazing people And I know you're working on a project right now Before we get into questions, which I know Spencer and I both have and um, sure. I just want you to introduce yourself a little bit and talk a little bit about the project you're working on right now. Why okay. We do that? And then we could talk about the song we opened up with.
1: No problem. Um, Women's History Month, or Her Story <laughs> <laughs> Month, is coming up in March. Yeah. And each year I do something to commemorate. Since 2014, when I wrote a song mm-hmm. called Rock and Roll Women, um, I was inspired to Try to uh, try to create more unity in our community among women artists, and not only women musicians or women rock musicians, but women entrepreneurs, moms, anyone um, who felt basically cast aside, who didn't have enough support in their life, and felt um, the power of self expression and and redeemed through the arts when they engaged in the arts. So I created um, these New York City Women Who Rock concerts at Tammany Hall in 2014. It was really successful. It was a benefit for a non-profit organization uh, called Recording Artist Development, which was produced um, by the, the track we just listened to, Help You, Hurt You, was produced by Philip Carroll, who's the founder of that nonprofit label actually. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is my actual Val Kinsler band, Joe Bapta, David White, and um, John Isle playing on that track, in, including myself. So um, so, it's, so, I thought it would be a great track to address issues of trying to um, support others uh, as women typically do when they're going through life. We're known as the caretakers, but what invariably can occur is that we get burnt out. We feel stressed out, and we feel unacknowledged at the end of the day. Um So, hence New York City Women Who Rock. It's uh, kind of commemorative and in support of anyone who needs acknowledgement. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I hear you on that one. What do you
1: think about that, Professor?
0: Yeah,
3: and I love it. I I love 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 it. it. Yeah, (laughs) so, and
1: and women are typically not that supportive of each other. It's really strange. I have discovered Mm -hmm. uh, the roadblocks along the way. I have a core group of women who are continually you know, in sync with the intent behind these events. And then I get kind of what I call the fly-by-night deep, okay? And no offense, Uh knows where they're at. It's just like if you go to a kibbutz in Israel, it's not for everybody. Somebody on the kibbutz might feel more entitled, and it's not the best model for them to live in that type of situation. Somebody else, it's a perfect situation, all-inclusive. So I try to keep an all-inclusive momentum and, I I do get some people who want to exploit uh, or sexploit the message. You know, let's talk about TNA. And so, so that happened mm-hmm. at one point, and I created a group, which is still together. I just rehearsed with them last night, called Chicks and Axe. Chicks and Axe is the antithesis of TNA, okay? <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't want to get No, no, much. no, that's perfect. Um, so basically, yeah, so we're kind of like, you know, we're just a bunch of Some of us are moms and some of us are just regular you know, rock and roll gals and we do this kind of gritty um, heartfelt music and some of it's originals and some of it's reinterpreted covers. Um, So that's been really fun. And the the earlier event inspired a group called Moon Goddess. Moon Goddess was more spiritual Celtic dancey rock and whereas Chicks and Axe is more like a chick hop, hip hop. So rock and roll women, Mm -hmm. that song, which we do, is that rock and roll women need no forgiving. We're just trying to make a living driven to extremes forbidden. Let's raise a torch for rock and roll women. And it talks about the hardship of being a woman in a culture with, you know, quite frankly, a bit of a virgin whore complex. If you're too assertive, they may see you as being aggressive. And God forbid that should happen, right? And if you're not the I ideal know. physically they may see you as an unattractive prospect to mm. um to get corporate sponsorship you know it's like if you don't stay on that conveyor belt of expectation or expectation, i dare say then you may be ostracized socially which you know so, so chicks and acts and rock and roll women new york city women who rock it's all about supporting the underdog movement of women who really work hard to carve their place in society as mothers, as musicians, as artists, as art entrepreneurs. So we're not simply just, you know, you know, beating ourselves over the head. No, trying I guess everyone else. Yep. No.
0: Anyway. That's, I, I get that. <laughs> and you know, I I think the intention behind what you're doing is really good. And before I forget something, I, I forgot to say mm-hmm. something at the beginning of the show. I okay. have to wish Brianna down in san diego a very happy birthday i'm sorry i just had to do oh, that, that that's really important yes <laughs> yes she it's her birthday 18 years old most important birthday huh uh, when you're 18
2: yeah. right so Beautiful. here we are supporting
0: you yeah no wow. and that uh i hope she has a good birthday Yeah, but I just, I just, I I forgot to say that at the beginning of the show, so I wanted to say that really (laughs) quick, but, you know, that goes along with, you know, helping, us all helping women up, you know, like you're talking about, Um, you know, it's really important, and I love, I love the whole thing where you're doing the music and, and how you changed it, and instead of it being the little airy, the little fairy music and the, Whatever it's now, this one's like you're seeing like the real axe music, which is great, right? I think, yeah, important. Yeah, we have a
1: lot of um interesting artists. This is the first year, by the way, that we're doing an entire fest that lasts a week. So we're doing seven uh events starting on March 3rd at the bitter end and moving forward from there. And um, on the fourth, the day after the bitter end event, we're doing a sanctuary for families benefit, sanctuary for families motto is in love there is no violence they support fractured families uh, torn apart by addiction and um, other issues and help them to to gain a foothold with lawyer services and landlords that wow. are friendly toward the movement and, and such and we've had some amazing artists performing in harlem at the shrine from 7 to 10 p.m on wednesday march 4th it's going to be freaking awesome and then we're moving on to the fifth with another event at the Greenhouse Cafe with Vanessa Lovestone, who's a bona fide preacher, she's she's freaking amazing. She says we need to go meteoric and stop glorifying mediocrity. And I'm like, Amen to that, sister. And then she's a crazy, crazy cool chick. I love her. And then on uh, the no, sixth, Denny awesome. mm-hmm. Monet is, mm-hmm. is a well-known violin player who plays for the UN Symphony, and she's just come back from Africa teaching kids and getting them in the recording studio. So, and then the whole week, the 7th, the 8th, and all the way through the 9th, we have events. Uh, I want right. to bring up,
2: some, Val, I wanted to bring up something I think is important. My partner, Judith, mm-hmm. um, just got interviewed in a very big women event in, uh, called She Rocks in L.A. It's held every, for about, I don't know how many years, but like Susie Quattro was in and a whole bunch of other rockers also. And, cool. um
1: yeah, I think I've heard and of it. I think
2: I think uh people have to realize that what I'm bringing in is that it has to exp- things have to expand like uh from just women musicians to like people like my partner Judith who's she's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame by the way and designed for a lot of you know, Joan Jett, eight albums with me. Oh yeah. So oh, it's yeah. like and also, there are women engineers, for instance. I think you have to broaden. Exactly. I don't know if you do that, but the broadening no, market. No, that's
1: my intention, and, Spencer, and, and
2: me. I think I mentioned that. As and me, too. you, Holly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely. Yeah. My intention was not to, um, have, not to have it be exclusively musicians. I want right, women right. entrepreneurs, Good. women creative professionals, exactly. absolutely mm-hmm. positively. Because the machine works together. Not only that, but strong strong women and the men who support us. You know, right. we are not like mm-hmm. saying, oh, no men allowed. It's not about that. We I do. I support women. <laughs> I know. Dude, you're in. You're mm-hmm. an honorary New York City woman who rocks.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. And Holly's in, too. Holly's definitely in. No, Holly, you are totally in.
3: Totally in.
2: Yeah. That's good to bring women, up, though. It's good to bring up that I say it was important.
0: Children, yeah. men,
2: Adults,
1: we all mm-hmm. adults, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. No, yeah.
1: We're promoting awareness and trying to just reinforce and you know, support. You know, yeah. That is
0: that. This is so true, Val. Because I have to tell you, it, you know, I know the music industry is just exploding with women talent right now, but yeah. there are right. so many untapped, um, you know, different areas that women are expanding in, like in science. Um, education um, yeah. and um, in, influencers I hate to say the word influencers we're going to come up with a new word for influencers for mm. for different things because people don't like that word huh. anymore but there are a lot of people out there women entrepreneurs that are making things doing things changing right. the world exactly and right. um, setting setting a tone for people like yourself mm-hmm. that are right. creating these events And, you know, um, writing fantastic music that has a lot of um, meaning behind it, which I want to talk to you a little bit about, Help You Hurt Faster, but also Mm -hmm. the fact that you are working at a school in New York, the New York Public School System, you know, facilitating your musical school writing program, you know, um, and... I think that is just amazing itself, you know, in itself that you're able to do that. You're also a mother. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, a a musician. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, 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 what is it? A boy scout, a boy scout mommy, which yeah. is great.
1: Yeah. We just sent. <laughs> oh my God.
0: Yeah. She was just telling him me a the camp this afternoon. <laughs> a, oh my God. Oh yeah. Today. So that's why yeah. we're, we're going to make really on point, but um, you know, I mean, you're, it's, it's, it's hard, you know, I was a single mother for many years, you know, and oh, yeah. having yeah, to so do you everything, know. the brownie troop leader, yep. the homeroom mother, oh, my God.
3: Yep. The
0: you know, driving right. them back and forth to school and all that. And then, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. she has yep. her stepmom, which did a lot for her too, everything. So, yes. you know, it's like, not just that. So it's a little bit yeah. of everything. But getting back yeah. to the song we opened up with,
1: "Help You Hurt oh, Pastor, Help you hurt you. let's talk a little
0: yeah. bit about the meaning behind yeah. that song.
1: Mm-hmm. I uh, I had a brother who died of a, a heroin overdose, and um, oh my God. he, you know, he wasn't telling us the truth about what was going on. But my significant other at the time uh, mm-hmm. noticed what was going on you know, long sleeves rolled down in the heat of the summer and nodding out on the bus on our way to a grandmother's birthday and such. And, um, oh, wow. thankfully mm-hmm. you know, that was never a time that I, uh, I knew, I knew enough to stay away from certain things. God, God willing, you know, um, I was led, you know, anyhow. So her perished on the streets of Istanbul Christmas Eve a number of years ago. And, um, you know, he would not accept help, but, um, I, worked as a prevention specialist for the DOE for years, and that was where I oh, great. started my musical songwriting program, which actually, after her, my brother died, um, I was inspired to create that I'm program sorry. because love loved music. So I was I was sent to Duquesne University on a women in music guitar camp. Martin Guitars um, does a guitar scholarship through women in music each year, so I was mm-hmm. blessed okay. enough to be one of the women who got sent there. And uh I have a song called The Junkie Next Door, one woman's ceilings, another one's floor. She finally married the junkie next door for my resume C D. And basically the kids when I played that song for them, you know, they were teenagers, like, you know, fourteen mm-hmm. to nineteen. It's it um it brought forth this conversation that was so amazing because these kids were wise beyond their years and many of them were exposed to Addictions had issues in their families, and I said, Oh my god, there is a need for them to talk about this, but to have a proactive approach so that we have a positive solution and alternative so they don't dwell in the depression and sadness of addiction, but they do something with their emotive, um, you know, with with their emotive responses to the horrors of addiction. And that sprang forth as my musical world songwriting program so we did a radio show for WFUV and we were featured alongside sesame street and songs of love um on the cityscape program we did a silence the violence concert and it was really cool but the bureaucracy is is difficult in the doe as a lot of people know (laughs) and um i basically uh just do the after school program thing now and i teach privately and my mission is to incorporate healing and um you know, pursue those ends of recovery in my music. So Help You, Hurt You basically was a song to the addicts in my life who persist mm. in ways of trying to engage enablers. And it's like don't ask me to help you hurt you because it's killing me to do that, hmm. you know. Right.
0: Yeah.
2: Wow.
1: Yeah, know it's about like the sometimes your thing, halo yeah. is a noose. It's like, you know, help. No, no, no when I the get devil's it. on the loose. I get it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's, basic, that's, that's basically the, the crux of the apostrophe, as Frank Zappa would say. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> no, yeah. I think that's really heavy. And, um, mm. you know, your intention behind the song, you know, speaks yeah. in itself. And I know that you're a huge advocate for helping people
1: um, live a healthy life, you know. And, yeah, uh, it's a fine line Do not let yourself be dragged oh, down no, by someone else's disease, you know
0: no 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 totally
1: and you've played with some big
0: I mean like amazing um, musicians and I know that a lot of them are in that you know area really
1: blessed and And there's yes yes. so
0: you know what was that like for you I mean you've played with uh, Three Dog Night, John Paris
1: yeah um, Dr. (laughs) John I used to take my babysitting yeah. money when I was like too young to go to bars and sneak in with fake ID like a like a xerox of mm-hmm. fake ID from Times Square when when it was like show world you know all now it's Disneyland in <laughs> Times Square but I used to take my show world fake ID and go to my father's place in Roslyn and it was <laughs> hard to get people to go with me and I could never understand why and and that's where my babysitting money went to see John Paris playing bass with Johnny Winter, to see Edgar Winter, to see um, acts like Jean-Luc Ponty, Renaissance, Commander Cody. I mean, I saw some great people. Dr. John, who I later on was privileged enough to um, become friends with. My ex worked with him as a personal assistant, and that at the same time was when I met Tommy Price. And, um, you know, I have been fortunate in connecting with some very wonderful musicians who have been, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, Gracious, gracious with me. Papa Chubby is another one who I met years ago, who's doing great in Europe. He just signed a new deal, I think. Um, and I have tracks that I'm about to release that I did with him years ago. And then of course Joe Vasta, my boyfriend, my bass player, my love, you know, he's who's um been Tommy's, you know, partner in rhythm for for ages, through the Billy Idol, Joan Jett, Mink Deville stuff and now We've mm-hmm. been together for almost seven years, and we're working on our forthcoming record. We already released "Nothing Sacred yeah, About Hatred" great. in 2015. Yeah,
0: Yeah. And Joe's no, recovering. I to talk about you know, that.
1: Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Your newest stuff mm-hmm. that you're working on now.
0: What are you working on? Yeah, you're working on it's a new great. thing we now. Have, you told me we
1: have a lot of brand new tracks. I did do some. Uh, I, I did some demo work with um, a producer called Russell DeSalvo. He's wonderful. He worked with Rachel Platten, who did the fight song. It was the Democratic Party mm-hmm. like, theme song last year. And he's he's worked with Celine Dion and Lionel Richie and very good producers. He, he produced a song of mine called Every Day. Um mm-hmm. Everyday Love Ricochets, even as the bullet spray, is the theme of that song. And another one called What's a Place Like This Doing in a Girl Like Me. So en route to the EP, we are working on another collection with Joe and myself and David White and John Isle to uh, formulate these tunes and, um, you know, the a new CD. So we're going to the studio and basically in pre-production. We will be performing on the 7th at... Um, August Laura, which is at uh, 94 Avenue A, and we're doing an early 7 p.m. set as part of the New York City Women Rock Festival. So, um, but we don't perf- we don't perform as regularly because we're holding our energy to do this pre-production and then do a massive release. Mm. Oh wow, that's
0: great! Yeah. That's amazing. But it's been great. Yeah, and Joe has done so much. Where are you for recording, Val? Mm. Where are you we're, recording?
1: Um, well, we're. We're in pre-production right now, just going into the studio, and and then we're uh, anticipating going into a studio in Brooklyn um, that somebody somebody that Joe knows, someone who has previously worked at the Hit Factory. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: cool. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Well, this sounds exciting. When are you thinking yeah, this is going to come out? The end of
1: the Probably year. Probably over the over the next couple of months. And you know, it's oh, been hard great. because oh uh, okay. As we get older, people have experienced issues. Um it's very important to stay healthy. <laughs> I'm passionate <laughs> about about health issues. Um and you know, Joe is recovering from some very serious um health stuff. He's getting stronger by the day and we're very grateful for that. That's but great. uh, you know, hauling gear and driving from gig to gig and fine-tuning your budget and getting your crowd out from behind their computers to actually come out and sometimes it's raining you know and it's a lot to do for folks who have been in this for so many years the business has changed so much it's kind of a quick fix clickbait push button uh, music business these days. It's all digitized, and to get people connected on a grassroots level again, like they were in the 1960s, is a tall order, frankly. So that's one of the things uh, that I make a part of my mission with the New York City Women Rock Fest. I really try to inspire people to come out and have some fun and feel the difference the difference between seeing music live and getting to know the musician and getting to appreciate all that goes in to doing that half-hour set or that hour set or that Mm three-set night, you know, because there is little to no knowledge. They really don't. They pop themselves into a studio or they're recording in their home studio, but they're not really roadworthy. I have, like, Mm -hmm. Chicks and Axe is backing a couple of artists for this upcoming fest, and, you know, it's cool, and we're into it and whatnot, but I have to, like, you know – I gotta say, look, we gotta map it out, set up the scaffolding, and rehearse, and and get back to the woodshed, and then I'll get back to you. Send me your track, send me the chart, and I'll review it with the gals, and then we'll come. Then we'll have you come in and step up to the microphone. But it can't be asked backwards, you know, because it just doesn't work exactly. that way. There's got to be like a, it's a professional situation, and and it has to be addressed the same way. Right. But, you know, folks get excited mm-hmm. about the they get excited about hopping on stage and and I understand that I love to stage perform as well but there's so much that goes into it before you get to the stage there is
0: like you know what I could say the same thing about a radio show there's so much that Heck goes into yeah. the preparation a radio you show. do oh my god you have no idea you just, right. i mean you know you know it's oh, like making
1: it so the as music mom, yeah, you yeah, gotta exactly. get everybody watered and fed. You know, dot those eyes, cross yep. those feet, and make sure you are going to take care of the household and whatever. And then you get to do your art. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It is, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't. I
0: think that what you're doing is really setting an example for a lot of people. What does your son think about what you do?
1: Oh, he's terrific. Oh, my God, he's such a blessing. What a gift. Um, he, he's playing drums, and he sits in with us. He's already really? done a couple of gigs with the Chicks and Axe. Oh, that's oh great. heck, yeah. Oh, he's good. And a couple of times during a gig we did in Pennsylvania, he turned around to check if it was him playing, because our violin player, Violizzi, you know, she had her son there, His 21, who plays drums and saxophone, and Jesse and Johnny, her son, were switching off. And during one of my original, mm-hmm. I had to turn around. I said, who is so soulfully and so perfectly on the beat and, and it was Jesse and I was like my god played with such maturity such maturity I was really impressed right. He's from Tommy Price which is obviously a good sign <laughs> one of world's greatest rock drummers ever right, and right. he's got oh, awesome. we've had mm-hmm.
0: we've had Tommy on quite a few times
1: yeah oh yeah Tommy's, Tommy's, great. Great. Tommy's great he's very encouraging mm-hmm. and supportive and it's so good for kids where they're you know to to be raised up with music, and um, as an older mom, because I had, you know, I'm older now, I had Jesse when I was um, 46, so I had him, my God, now he's almost 13, and it's just, it's wonderful, it's stressful being an older parent, because, you know, there's a lot that comes along with, with that for the ride, um, but aside from that, I just would be lost without my Jesse, he's such a blessing, and especially after losing my brother to the heroin overdose, Three weeks later, I lost my stepson uh, to an asthma attack, what? and their birthday oh, no. just passed. It was it was February fifteenth for my brother Herb, February sixteenth for Jesse Johnson, Walter Johnson's son, and sadly, and I named my Jesse in memory of Jesse Johnson.
0: And uh, wow, there you
1: go. See, you know, but you know, God is good. That's God hard. is good. That's all I can say because you know, I never anticipated that I would get pregnant after all those years. And it was just, it really, really was like a, a
2: gift from the heavens, you know. Wow. Hey, hey Val, and Val, remember can... I, met, I met your son. Remember we met at that? Uh, you met
1: Jesse at the Kostabi even. Yeah, and, as and as
2: Jesse is, I, I had such fun talking to him. I mean, he really picks up. Uh, he, pick up yep. he picks up, very smart, picks up, and he's a, he's a live wire. That's the other thing. He's <laughs> a, he's a real drummer. He's a real drummer. I pick up the vibe, yep. you know. Yeah, yeah, and he
1: loves hanging out with grown-ups. When we go visit my mom in the nursing home, he's, like, yeah. playing bingo with them, and I'll be, like, you know, I'll be tickling on the ivories playing some music for them. Jesse's playing bingo, and he remembers everybody's birthday, and he remembers <laughs> their day, and he's floating around, like, you
3: know. Really? So
1: oh, that's oh, so funny. So sweet. They light up when they see him, and I'm, like, you know, this is one of the projects I want to do as an adjunct to New York City Women Who Rock is Rock Against Ageism. Because there's been so much disrespect oh, and so much horrible violence idea. against elders in mm-hmm. the city. There's like frail people going around trying to, you know, just go shopping and do their thing, and they're getting jumped. And sometimes they're getting right. jumped by more than one right. person. And I can't, I can't fathom it. I can't fathom it. So we want to do something of a peer, a peer leadership project where kids mm. go in to that's the great. nursing homes and assisted living residences and interview. Interview adults, elders who have a story to tell. Whatever it is, something historical, something you know, personal, and write a song about amazing. it. That's
0: amazing.
1: That is great.
0: No, no, no. That is that is an amazing idea. And I have to tell yeah. you something funny. You mentioned retirement homes. I I did something with my daughter when she was like eight, seven, eight years old. There was a retirement community where I near where I lived by the beach. And we used to go there on the weekends, and um, we would take, we would go and buy a bunch of flowers, and we would go around to the different people because a lot of them don't have people that come to see them. They're they're there and they're lonely. They're just that's right. you know yes. they never know.
1: Yes,
0: so that's, she would right. Go that's right. That's right. She would hand out flowers to all these people, and ah. they loved her, and she became really close to a lot of them. And the sad thing is, you know, they go Beautiful. to the next place. Yeah, to explain that to an eight-year-old. It's hard crying because yeah. they're missing that person. They don't understand, yes. but yes, she got that. You know what I mean? It was like she mm-hmm. remembered that, and she still to 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 this day remembers it. So, I think that that what you're doing it invokes a lot of people that ha- to give have empathy and yes. to understand a little bit more. You know absolutely
1: um, because you know what we're all getting that's older that's super important. fact. yeah yeah um, totally definitely
0: that's so cool it's very good tell one. me about the kasabi event because uh Spencer oh, the kasabi touched event on was on so briefly cool briefly we once, but my tell my me neighbor. about your your experience
1: there yeah it was it was fantastic kasabi is an amazing artist i mean all the album covers he's done mm-hmm. and uh, and seeing
2: Spencer there, <laughs> that was so cool. Yeah, I mean, you Bart know, had... Mark and I were in the um, Ramon show. I I had my two album covers, and Mark had awesome. his uh, uh, his Ramon's covers, quite nice. But the show, yeah. uh, Holly was at a really nice galley, right uh, Val downtown, and it was Beautiful. it was yeah, uh, all kinds of like artwork and uh, a couple of covers mm-hmm. and uh, this whole thing. It's like. So crowd scene right it was a mob scene. it's like he uh, was very
1: welcoming, and he was yeah. really uh he was he was like a warrior, you know because there were all these <laughs> people trying to hound him for photos and such right, and right. we were we were lucky <laughs> enough to get a picture with him, you know, but um, yeah, my friend adam sands uh told me about it, and i I hadn't known until the day of, and I was like, jesse, come on, we gotta go, And I'm so glad we got there. Oh, that's great! It's it's interesting because you know Sparks. Sparks is like, I don't know if he's the art dealer for Kostabi. I know he is, I think, an art dealer. He was our neighbor, and he has a son named Jesse as well, and we used to be neighbors. And his son, Jesse, I think Sparks told me, has been playing on the um, um, School of Rock tour, playing lead guitar. Oh, wow. So he's got a Jesse who's a rocker. I've got a Jesse who's a rocker. And then there's another Jesse that my Jesse went to school with who's a, a year old. Mm. And he's a little rocker, so I'm like, well, we got to start the parental advisory unit and get all these jessies together. <laughs>
2: that's funny.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
3: No. Well, yeah, you great. know, Val, I went
2: to uh, Val. I usually go to the uh, uh, Kids and Rock event uh, run by David mm-hmm. Wish. Little Kids Rock. Uh, yeah, yeah. I go there. Uh, I've been to the one with Bonnie Raitt was given an award with um, some another great musician. And um, I did work with Bonnie Ray in my early years, by the way. But it, it was like wonderful. a great event every year. He has, you know, for for kids yeah. in rock, and uh, they, you know, it's, uh, you, you see these kids play. They come from all over the country, mm. <clears throat> and mm-hmm. and they play at this event. It's really amazing. The whole, the and it's whole. It's
1: wonderful. Every
2: year. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Cool. yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. That's so cool. Yeah, it's, just, I it's inspiring. I love to see
0: children that are so inspired by music because music is such yeah. a great outlet. For mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, emotional outlet for a lot of people, it and it so, is is. So, so is writing. So you know, you mm-hmm. want you you're hoping that a lot of them will write their own songs, and you know, it's really funny. Mm-hmm. There's a lot now. I mean, it's booming where a lot of people are just coming out, and you know, we were talking. You talked touched on how music has changed, and you know, it doesn't sound the same, and we're losing a little bit of that you know they're more into the electronic stuff and man-made music production it's like you need to have the music yeah exactly you know you have to which is great which is great but then what about
1: connecting in real time you know Mm -hmm. cyberspace is awesome and digitized and all kinds of cool things you can do in the studio it's freaking awesome man listen to billy island Mm -hmm. and all that cool stuff but then what about connecting as humans with, you know, via the universal language of music, you know? What about that? Yeah. What about from circles that they have in Africa where people gather together who don't even know each other's language? Oh, totally. And, and unite, I've seen that. You know? Right, yeah. Yes. yeah. 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 I've seen you know, that first, you there's know, another Africa. side to it. It's I think crazy. that gets lost in the sauce. But uh, one mm-hmm. thing I wanted to tell you is that on the on, uh, – March 8th, March 8th is officially International Women's Day. It's going to be a Sunday, and we're going to be at the Red Lion from 2 p.m. until 6.30 p.m., doing a benefit for our oh, for youth children as part of the New York City Women Who Rock Fest. And um, it's in celebration of Mother Earth and Moms Who Rock. So, yeah, oh, wow. definitely going to be playing drums with us on that day. Well, I'll definitely
0: be flying around somewhere, doing something <laughs> somewhere. You're going to be there on <laughs> that <next laughs> day. <laughs> we'll give you women's a big day shout out Holly. definitely spend, oh no it's it's really <laughs> yeah, it's huge true. in my in my life women's day especially and then mothers day is so important and it's you know day. i say right. the the thing about mothers day for me is there are a lot of men that had to take the place of a mother because a mother had to work or a mother's away yeah. on you know, um, yes. they're off fighting a war, or you know, yes. helping people. So yes. the parent, the the fathers had to take over the 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 you know point of point a mother of, and a father. So mm-hmm, I am mm-hmm. I I honor both. You know, I honor I honor Absolutely. on Mother's Day. It's like and to all the men that had to take the place of a mother. You know, it's That's really right. important. A lot True. of people don't realize. Right. You know. Yes. And, yeah. um, you know, it's, it's a super, super important time, I think. So now, yeah. um, ha, let's give out
1: your website real quick. Okay. Uh, just have valkinsler.com, um, which is in the process of being updated, but I'm still there, and folks can message me there. I'm also on Facebook. The band has uh, facebook.com slash VKB Live, VKB Valkinsler Band Live. And uh, Instagram okay, and NYC Valkyrie.
0: Yeah, and let's spell your last name. It's K I N Z L E R, and Correct. then Valkyrie is is easy. I mean, yeah. we all know what a Valkyrie is. Jeez, I, <laughs> I, I love Valkyrie. Rescuing um V A S heroes and war torn people. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh no! I I'm always rescuing Valkyrie. somebody.
0: Yeah we are we're like angels in training you know <laughs> we really yeah are. True.
1: but you know the hardest the hardest thing about doing a week long festival for me is that um playing and with various musicians and backing some other artists as well as trying to get a stronghold on keeping my own chops up with my own band and then having to promote to make sure people attend these shows to keep the venue owners happy and then you know everything is like a juggling act i dare say <laughs> so I I love being busy, but I also have to catch my breath, and um, that's the hardest thing—catching my breath in the middle while staying on task. You know, it's Mm. a real juggling act.
2: Right. I want. I I got to ask you a question. What what musicians do you follow, or were you brought up? uh, You know, when you were brought up in music, who did you look to? Uh,
1: I love um, strong female. Uh, singers. I, I'm I'm really fussy about vocals. I mean, I do love artists like Allison Krauss, I think is beautiful. Um, also, um, Janis Joplin, of course, Grace Slick, you know, came back from the 60s, but I think originally my first main inspiration... Oh, and Genya Raven, the great Genya Raven who produced wow, my first Wow, great. CD. <laughs> we had Heck, her on radio, yeah.
2: Yeah
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and Debbie Harry, certainly, of course, Joan Jett, all, all, all of the above. Um, but Earlier on uh, when I was, you know, I, my family had its own challenges like many do, and I grew up with four brothers, and it was kind of I had to carve out my own identity aside right. from being, you know, um, assigned the task of being just the girl and kitchen and cleaning <laughs> and all that stuff. And yeah. basically I listened to a lot of inspirational blues and jazz and gospel, Nina Simone, Mahalia Jackson, Big oh, wow, Mama Thornton, Rosetta Sarp. Um Yeah, like a lot of those. Oh, Linda Ronstadt too. Um, I love a good gritty. Patsy social... Klein? Oh, love Patsy Cline. Love Patsy yeah, Cline. Yeah, me too. Yeah, no, she's doing great. Some songs mm-hmm. On um, at the Red Lion. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. Great. Yeah, and you know when when you hear some of the like an Etta James, Nina Simone. When you when you hear oh, Mavis exactly. Staples, one of my all time favorites, Mavis. I cannot get enough. It's a drug wow. for me. I mean, forget yeah. about it. It's better than any drug you could ever hope to take, <laughs> you know, because yeah, right. you can hear that lived through quality. You can you can feel that soul. That soul resonates through all the bullshit in the world. You know, it just clues stuff right up. You know, no questions asked. Boom, there it is.
2: Did, so. did your brothers, let me ask you a question. In the family, like Amy Winehouse, when I saw a documentary on her, she was very influenced by her brother. Like her brother had all these albums that she used to go over and listen to. Yeah.
1: What, yeah, did you have Amy that with your 20. brothers?
2: I mean, did they... I did.
1: My oldest brother, he was kind of a okay. We never got along. We never got along. But I have to say, the one thing he did give me, we were in a rowboat the day Janis Joplin died in wow. New Jersey, and from the beach wow. cliff in up above, I hear this cackling Texas, you know, hickabilly voice singing Mercedes Benz, and then they went into like the cheap thrills, and I said, who is that singing? he said, that's Janis Joplin. She OD'd today. I said, what does that mean? <laughs> you know, that's wow. how young I was. But um. He got me hip to Black Sabbath, Metallica, oh, wow. Joplin, mm-hmm. all that like hard oh, wow. stuff, and even
3: Creedence Clearwater. Mm-hmm. Oh, Frank
1: Zappa's Fillmore Fillmore album with Flo and Eddie. And yours? Oh my God! Flo and Eddie. I saw every Zappa show. I have got every Zappa album in my really. Place. Oh my maybe, God! That's great. Mainly because of my brother Fred. Yeah, I used to go to his Halloween shows at the Beacon Theater and <laughs> Palladium, which is now a dorm, sadly. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, all that music and all that um, yeah. history of rock and roll, I really owe to my brother, Fred. But oh, aside from that, great. we never got along. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow. But he but educated music, me on all that stuff. But
0: music was a common oh. love for both of you. Music brought you two together. Oh, yeah. See? Oh,
1: definitely, definitely.
0: Music yep. is, a, is is like the sound. Sometimes I think music is the
1: soundtrack of our life. It really it is. is. absolutely. It is.
0: It I is I mean, it's yeah. like you know exactly where you were when you hear you know, if you hear a certain song mm-hmm. it'll take you right back to that moment. That's right. That's Did right. you ever have that? I, right. mean, right. I mean oh I know I yeah. have a lot heck of yeah. those moments.
2: So do I. Mm-hmm. You know you Me I mean that's the thing about mm-hmm. music. You you hear a song and it's so it's riveted right in your mind. And you mm-hmm. remember where you were. It's like the Kennedy yeah. assassination or mm-hmm. John Lennon's
3: got shot. Right. You
2: remember where you were. Right. It's like that with music, right? You remember a moment in your life. I remember so many moments with great songs yeah. that uh that just right. that pops <laughs> right, just pops right up, right?
1: Yeah, when I, when I was growing up, I also listened to a lot of the 70s soul stuff, you know, that uh Philadelphia sound. Um, oh, like the wow. Spinners, oh, God.
0: the
3: God. That's
1: great. Yeah, that's great train And the songwriting Soul is train. so wonderful. Yes, <laughs> right. yes, Soul Train and Motown. Soul course, Train. Oh, well, my God. You know, yeah, yeah, all that stuff. Like, how can you deny the greatness of, you know, the the, the crafty songwriting? Marvin Gaye, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, amazing. Oh,
0: that was Marvin. Amazing, amazing person. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Beautiful lyrics, beautiful music, beautiful man. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But I'm grateful. Um, I've been fortunate enough to meet some really well-known artists and open up mm-hmm. for uh, numerous well-known artists. And that was that was a real blessing. It was a big blessing. And um, a lot of them are no longer with us today. It was sad that Dr. John passed away. He had Thanksgiving dinner at our house a couple of years in a row.
3: And, oh,
1: God, it's just. Yeah, it's it's hard, but you know the music does live on, and um, we have a certain. I think
3: you're fading that, out. Keep Val. that
1: energy going. Oh, sorry.
0: Mhm. Oh no no no! It's Anyhow. okay. Did you did you did you hear that? It, it faded out a I, tiny I, little bit. I didn't hear it on. you are cutting end. in and out a tiny bit. Sorry. We're cutting out a oh. tiny bit. Spence, do you what? hear it?
2: Uh, yeah, I did, Hold, on. Hold on. a little bit, a little Please. bit, yeah, definitely. No. Sorry. I, no, we're okay. No, we're don't, okay. Be, no, don't we're okay. ever
0: be sorry. No, it's no, all good. No, we're okay, we're you
2: okay. Know,
0: we, we're going to wrap it up, too, so you can get going in, everybody. But um, what I wanted to say to you was, um, what would you say to any young adults that are listening right now that want to play music? Or any parents of any young adults that want their children to get into music? I think we lost her. No, can't hear her. Val, if you're
1: there. Hello, I'm right here. I can't hear I'm you. Right I'm,
0: I... There you are. Can you're you hear back me? a tiny little bit. I can hear you now. Yes, you're, you're you back. You hear me? Okay,
1: good. Sorry can... about that.
0: Yeah. Not me? Did you hear my question? Yeah, I was asking you, um, we were we were gonna end our show so everybody can get on with their day and we wanted to thank okay, everyone
1: but sure. I wanted to say you hear to me? You,
0: um yes, I can hear you. Can you hear us?
1: Yeah, I heard your question as well. Um I okay. would I would say yeah, to anyone well, who do? wants I would say to somebody who wants to get into music, maintain your passion at all costs. Try to tune out the negative negativity or um Try not to become discouraged by how difficult it is because it, it right. is is—it is a lot more difficult. There's a difference between show business and showing up for your art. And you're going to meet a lot of people along the way who will try to discourage you and, and try. Um, let them deflate your inspiration. And for any parents who see their children going in that direction, um, its its it's good to advise your kids to have a stable patient, but to still support their interest in the arts and their passion for the arts alongside that, never to dismantle their hopes. That's beautiful.
0: Yeah, that's really important.
2: i yeah, I got to tell you yep. a story, Val. I, Val, in my life, I had a chance to design for a couple of very famous women musicians, but And I was drawn by Brecker Companies. They wanted me to design for them. But you know who I went to? I went to Joan Jett. And Joan Jett, why I really love Joan Jett more than the. I'm not saying the other. They did great music, but Joan was always supporting, as you well know, Val or Holly, women, big time. And anything she does. It's women and the struggle of women in music. And so I went right away yeah. and said, I'm uh-huh. going to design for Joan. And I picked, made that decision. And, you know, they, she gave me like six albums, uh, Judith and I, to design. So but it's not about yeah. that. She is a big okay. supporter, as you well know, a driver of women's rights. And that yeah. was big with me. So in my heart, yeah. I said, you know, the other women were great. Ro- I don't want to mention her names. They were great rockers, famous. But right. she right. had that thing inside of her which made me gravitate to her. And you know about that, Val, mm-hmm. and also how Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. no,
0: absolutely. So that's yeah. that's another another good thing to do, you know, to kind of focus in on what you feel like your passion is. So I think that's really important. You know, we are ending our show today with a song you wrote called Show You Care. Do you want to
1: talk yeah. a little bit
0: about that before we play it?
1: Yeah, the the lyric was moved from a different uh, musical arrangement when Joe and I hooked up almost seven years ago now. And um, it was more like Petula Clark, the music, I dare say. And now um, it's a rocker tune, which I love. I like it better than the way it was because Joe heard it and he thought the lyrics were heavy enough too, um, or too heavy for the uh, current musical arrangement or the earlier musical arrangement. So we, we um, co-wrote a new arrangement, and I really dig this tune. This was a one-shot take at Cherry Bomb Studios on Staten Island when Tony Lazara was our drummer. with uh, David White on oh, the wow. guitar, Joe on bass, and I just, like, flipped that vocal in one take, and I really enjoyed his song. It's one oh, wow. song when we do a set live, that i can just cut loose i don't have to play the guitar the piano or anything or i can lay back on the organ on the chorus i can really be like the rock star lead singer and get with the audience on this tune and it's got a good message so yeah i get that like it yeah
0: Yeah. (laughs) well we're gonna we're gonna play that before we end our show today and i just wanted to announce that we'll be going to be back on the air on friday and I wanted to thank Spencer for being here today, and also yourself, Val, for being here.
1: Appreciate it. Um, Great to you know. hang out it's with you really, guys. Really,
0: really. Yeah. <laughs> and with and with that, we're going to end our show. Um, <clears throat> and if you wanted to check out what other shows are going to be coming up, just go to Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio. or Check it out on Facebook. Spencer Drates on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I said
3: Facebook.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, okay. Facebook. Okay. I said Facebook. That's a new one. That's yeah, a good one. I new, like that our one. Our new social platform, Facebook. <laughs> 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 that's, oh, that's funny. Great. I don't
3: know it is. why that's a good I one. said
0: Facebook. Oh, that's great. I'm thinking like that's what's great, going Holly. on in space. <laughs> that is a good one. That's <laughs> that a good one. <laughs> That was that was a snafu there, but um, Facebook. Yeah, we're on <laughs> Facebook and um, we're <laughs> also on Instagram. And <laughs> I wanted to thank everybody for listening today. And if you missed the beginning of the show, you can listen to it in its entirety on iTunes and also on Red Velvet Media Block Talk Radio. Um, and Spence and I will be back um on Friday. And um, I don't know. I just want to say it's the middle of the week. I I posted a picture earlier today, and I said it's the middle of the week. I feel like singing Ring of Fire. I I posted a picture. <laughs> I did. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna laugh. I I I posted one of Jim Marshall's pictures, by the way, oh, and cool. it was one of his uh, pictures of Johnny Cash, and I said, Hey, yeah, I feel like. Cool. Um, you know it's ready to sing "Ring of Fire," and uh, here we go into the end of the week, and then Friday comes, and we're gonna we're gonna just you know <laughs> have a great weekend. But it's Wednesday. Be safe wherever you are, and um, yeah, um, Val, thank you so much for sharing such so much of your heartfelt thoughts and thank so you. much of what you're doing and um spencer thanks so much for being here and bringing val to the show today and um yeah so here we are appreciate you care and uh have a great have a great day guys okay thank
1: Thank you you so much much. all
0: right okay here you guys here you guys go